0: Welcome and thank you for visiting us for today's message by Dr. R. L. Davis. For more information regarding our ministry, please stay tuned until after the following message. Psalms 107, verse 20 says, He sent His Word, and He healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Father, Your Word is true, is forever settled in heaven may it come to pass tonight, in Jesus' name, amen. Now we know the Father sent the living Word, but we're talking more specifically about our time period right here tonight. God sends his word, and he heals. Praise God. Healing comes through the word. Amen. As long as we remember this one thing, Christ is the source, and the cross is the means. The only way that the Spirit works. So we've got to put our eyes on Jesus. Jesus. We receive because of His cross. The Father always says yes. Amen. Then when we go to Mark chapter 9, we're going to get right into it this morning, or this evening rather. Excuse me. Thank the Lord. Mark's Gospel chapter 9, as I was thinking about this this afternoon, it started getting larger and larger, and finally I just had to stop, so we... We'll go as far as we can go, and that's it for tonight. The 23rd verse says, Jesus said to him, If you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. And notice in this verse, believing is the most important thing. Now, when you hear the word, God gives faith. Isn't that right? He gives a measure of faith every time. But then this believing thing is where we get into a problem. And I'll admit that sometimes it's difficult to believe. It's difficult to simply believe. But that's the challenge tonight. To simply believe. And then verse 24, this fits some of our shoes tonight. And straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. <laughs> How many can identify with that? Sure we can because the flesh always hinders. Uh, the flesh can't help. It's the Spirit of God that actually does the work, and the flesh receives the benefits of it. Now, so I'll admit sometimes there's a, there's a spirit of unbelief that we've got to overcome. And as you all know, the devil works three ways, doubt, fear, and unbelief. Those three kind of run together. And uh, to, we are to resist that. And sometimes it isn't easy to do. But God has given us the tools to do it with, the Word and the Holy Spirit. But as we're resisting unbelief and trusting God to help us believe. Because you see, if we could all believe without the Holy Spirit helping us, then we don't need Him. So we need God, we need the Holy Spirit, we need the Word of God to help us to believe. Now, so we have to believe we're going to receive, or what's used in prayer? Why pray if we don't believe we're going to receive anything? You hear what I'm saying? So prayer is a a two-way street here. I mean, yeah, we make our petitions known to the Lord, and we ask in faith, believing, but then we have to stand in faith and receive, and sometimes this takes some time. We're not serving some microwave creator God here. I mean, he does things in his way, the way he wants, and from my viewpoint, it never seems to come the way I think it should. But God is faithful. He will always answer a prayer that is prayed in faith. But well, we've got to look to Jesus. Our, it, it, it's, it's misguided, you understand. So Jesus is the source and the cross is the means. And so we can believe. The challenge is to believe tonight. Amen. So believers then believe. In Malachi 3 and verse 6 tonight. Praise the Lord. I remember the first time that, uh, that God healed me. Um, I was smitten with a fever, and there's a sickness going on. And, you know, sometimes sickness, infirmities, and disease are caused by the fall of Adam. Amen. And we didn't do anything to deserve it. Now, Sometimes sickness comes because of uh, some sin that we're hiding. You know, like uh, unforgiveness and bitterness and things of this nature. Um, But usually it comes because of the fall. We're in a vile body and um, we're subject to the same germs as anybody else. But the Lord has provided for His church. And so we, 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 we have a way to be healed tonight. In Malachi 3 and verse 6, if you put it on the screen for me. The Bible says, I am the Lord, I change not. So that's the part I want to look at. I am the Lord, I change not. Now, if the Lord did something yesteryear, He'll do it today. Amen. Now, we must challenge ourselves to believe this. Or we might as well just close up shop and go home. Can God lie? No. Is he the same? Yesterday, today, and forever? Yes. Has he changed? No. So the challenge is to believe. And after we are done, all stand, stand. But prayer seems to be the key that's linked to believing. It isn't enough to believe, 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 believe. We, we have to ask. Believing that we receive. And that's where the challenge comes in. Because every time the devil will say, no, you didn't get it. Well, he, can the devil tell the truth? No. And so forget about what, what uh, our enemy, the demonic hosts say. If God said it, we believe it, and that settles it. Amen. Right? But the time factor is where we get into the slip sliding and... Uh, you know, uh, caving in and, and tempted to give up and, oh, well, you know, this and that. But those that are strong in the faith, see, is going to stand now. But the way God heals us is up to Him. The The, the thing of it is, though, He will do what He said He will do, but He will do it in His way. Amen. And as I told Sister Kate this morning, uh, Jesus didn't tell Luke to throw away his doctor's bag and quit, you know. Right. So God has herbs and things, that uh, for medicine, the Bible tells us that. You've got to find the right stuff, and that is the challenge. Uh, in the future millennium, and even the future eternity, God will have trees, uh, and the leaves would be for the healing of the nations, the fruit thereof, you know, and, and yields different fruit uh, every month for the healing of the natural people. And so God has a way of healing, whether it be supernatural miracle, progressive healing, or nutrition, however you want to take it, God still heals. He's instilled all these things. The answer is all on the earth. Everything we need is on the earth. Primarily we need the Word of God because that's the main thing right there. That's the main thing to look into tonight. Now let's go to Psalms 118. Praise God. So we need to turn our faith loose tonight. And let God have his way. Psalms eighteen, one eighteen, 118, verse 8. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. <laughs> now, I've never said it's wrong to go to a, a, a medical doctor. We go to the dentist, you know, we go to the eye doctor, go get her ears checked and You know, it's not wrong to do these things. We've got to take care of the physical body, as you know. But then it's better to trust in God than to have confidence in some doctor that all he wants to do is cut on you. Amen. Oh, they love to get the gallbladders. Oh, yeah. Love to get them gallbladders out. And my dad was told that he had to have gallbladder surgery years ago when he was alive. And he said, no, I'm not going to do it. I said, no, you got to do it. He said, I'm not going to do it. So he goes home and he gets a juicer and he starts drinking carrot juice. I mean, he drank so much carrot juice he was almost orange. <laughs> but he had his gallbladder when he went to be with the Lord. So you see, let, let's hear from the Lord about this. Don't get in a hurry about letting, you know, letting doctors do this and that on us. But sometimes it is necessary. I'll admit that even though God will have His way. Amen. Amen. God will have His way, however it goes. We're going to trust God and believe God. Amen. But I believe tonight that God's a supernatural miracle-working God, and we need to take limits off the Lord and let Him have His way. And all of us here has got something probably we're struggling with tonight. You know what? It's God's will for all of us to be healed from the top of our head to the soles of our feet. That's God's will. So the challenge is, is, to believe and hang in there. Praise God. It's better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in a man. Now we've got a little story of 2 Chronicles chapter 16. 2 Chronicles, that's a difficult one to find, isn't it? Chapter 16, verse 9, I won't get into the story, but I want to look at something here because it's better to trust in God than man. The eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward him. Then we drop down to verse 12. And Esau in the thirty and ninth year of his reign was diseased in his feet until his disease was exceeding great Yet in his disease, he sought not the Lord, but to the physicians. Everybody say, uh-oh. Now, I'm not saying going to physicians is wrong. Because there's no better place to go. If you get in a car, and you've got a broken leg, broken bone, you know, whatever. They can set it and do all this. And uh, there's times that they're needed. And knowledge comes from God. That God uses these things. But I would rather think for everything else, God has a better plan. Um, The tragedy for Asa here is two more years of suffering than he died. Because he didn't seek the Lord first. (laughs) And so we should seek the Lord first. That's what I'm trying to say. And the serious stuff. Well, on everything, but in the serious stuff now. We should seek the Lord first. And not, it's not a one-time thing. We should seek and seek and seek until we're blue in the face or whatever. We should make sure that we've done everything we know to do that's scriptural. And then if nothing comes to pass, then the second choice would be to go to the arm of the flesh. I mean, if you ask the Lord to... To, to heal an abscess tooth and he doesn't do it over a period of time and you can't withstand it, I suggest we go to the dentist and get it cut out. Is that wise? Well, it's, it's wise because if you leave it, it's going to infect your heart and everything else. So we you understand we've got to have some common sense. But I'm saying all of us, we need to seek the Lord first when it comes to serious, serious things. Uh, and I'm talking about physical healing here tonight. There's a certain way that we need to do that. Amen. Even if we have to wind up going to the arms of the flesh and having something done, God will have his way that way. We're going to come out on top anyway. But let's get it right. The horse before the cart. Amen. You see, here in America, you know, if God does not do it, oh, well, we can go to the arm of the flesh. But you go overseas in Africa, if God don't do it, you die. That's the difference. That's no insurance over there. John of Tenya told me, said, if you don't have money to go to the doctor and God didn't heal you, you die. That's serious. Isn't it? So this guy didn't seek the Lord, and guess what happened? He died. Now, let's go up to Hebrews thirteen eight, and I quoted that one a while ago. And, and uh, everybody here, I think, knows this tonight. Hallelujah. Jesus is the same yesterday and today and forever. Praise God. Jesus is my healer. Could you say that tonight? Amen. I know some of us are waiting, but don't give up. Praise God. Back to my story the first time that God healed me. And keep this in mind. A fever is from the devil every single time. Actually, all sickness is from the devil. All disease is from the devil. God didn't put it on anybody. Huh? Satan is the one that brought it in in through the fall. And it was transferred in the whole human race. So we've got to look at it like it's from the devil. Because it is. God never intended for anybody to ever be sick or diseased. God didn't want anybody to die. Amen. But we have to deal with it the way it is. And thank the Lord there is some provisions here tonight for us. Now, let's go to Exodus 15, 26 tonight. Now, when we're seeking and we're serious about this thing. And we're doing our best to believe God's word and stand in faith. And. We have people praying for us, so forth and so on, and believing in God and helping us in, uh, you know, in faith and in confessions and everything. We need to check our heart. The first thing, we need to make sure that we've forgiven everybody. Amen. Praise God. Because it's difficult for the Lord to heal anybody when we're harboring unforgiveness towards someone else. So we've got to check our hearts and make sure that we're not harboring any unforgiveness toward anyone. Even if they were wrong, well, Jesus said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. So uh, we need to make sure that we're forgiven. And then secondly, we need to confess if there's something to confess to God. Amen. Because a failure to confess to the Lord will definitely stop or hinder what the will of God would be concerning physical healing. Confess. I'm talking little things. You know, we're thinking, well, you know, big stuff. No, there's always one thing, usually. There's one thing, and you don't want the preacher to meddle about that, do you? But there is one thing, usually in people's lives, that God wants us to get rid of, and He's got His finger on it right there, and we won't do it. I was saying that'll hinder hinder divine healing. We need to just confess up, be real, ask for forgiveness, and forget it. Can you do that? We must. Then, this is one aspect that I've had very good success with, with people, and the Bible, the, the Baptists uh, say something like, um, recommit. They'll say, believers need to recommit. But, but I picked this up from an elder prophet that came up years ago to my house. And he, he said that he has good luck, he had good luck in, in helping people receive what they needed from God by a prayer of recommittal. A prayer of recommittal. In other words, we pray something like this, Father, I recommit my life to you, see. And then at that moment, everything's clear, ready to roll, no hindrances whatsoever between the candidate and the divine healer. So a prayer of recommittal is very important. Then we just need to trust him. Trust him. Can we trust God tonight? Who else is there that's worthy to be trusted? And so, yes, I think we all trust God tonight. There's a certain glass darkly, a certain unknown. Well, what's faith? We have faith to trust God through the glass darkly. We have faith to trust God in the unknown. God will carry us through. He's never failed. He cannot fail anyone, but he will do it his way. Did I say to go to Exodus Exodus chapter 15? Uh, Let's go there then, please. And let's look at verse 26. I like the last part of this where I read it all. And said, If thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do which is right in his sight, will give ear to his commandments, and keep his statutes, and I will put none of these diseases upon you, which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that heals thee. I am the Lord that heals you. He is the Lord that heals me. Praise God. It's certain conditions here, but I think most of us meet these conditions tonight. Then when we go over to Psalms 103, praise the Lord. And let's look at verse 2. Bless the Lord, all my soul, forget not all of his benefits, who forgives all thine iniquities and heals all thy diseases. I've tried twice to tell the story about the fever, now I'll finish it, okay? The devil hit me with the fever, and I got down on the bed. I tell it before, but it's true, and it was bad. I mean, you ever had a fever that just put you down flat? I mean, lately I hope not, but you know, this one came out of the, uh, just like that. It didn't come on slowly; it just wham, and I was down, man. And Mama just got the Holy Ghost, and and so she came over, and and her and Truby prayed for me, laid hands on me, say lay hands. There's something about the laying on of hands that God likes. And when they prayed, that thing left as fast as it came. And I laid there waiting for it to come back. And it didn't come back. And the Lord says to me, are you going to get up and confess your healing or not? He was a little upset with me. Are you going to get up and confess your healing or not? And I said, I believe I will. Jumped up off the sofa, and I said, I'm healed. I'm going back to work. I went back to work. and never did come back. And I explained that to me. It's a divine healing. But it comes by trusting in Jesus, and the power of the Holy Spirit has to show up. Amen. Now, we can pray tonight, and the Holy Spirit power may not show up, but it doesn't mean God doesn't answer. He'll show up tomorrow, tomorrow night, next day. He never forgets a prayer that's prayed in faith. But now, sometimes we pray, and wham! But it's up to God. We don't run it, you see? We just believe. God's going to do it at the right time, right place, and we're going to be ready 24-7. Praise God. And so he does heal all our diseases, doesn't he? Hallelujah. Why? Well, Isaiah chapter 53. And let's look at verse 5. He, Jesus, was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Well, in all this verse of Scripture, we need to apply it. Then, that was before the cross. We are healed. That was future. But then you know 1 Peter 2.24. And let's look at that one now. And now we're going to take a peek at Peter's writings, reflecting back to what Jesus did on the cross. Notice I said, Jesus is the source and the cross is the means by which we receive We'll get it in one of these months. Who his own self bear our sins in his body on the tree. That we being dead to sins, should live under righteousness. By his stripes ye were healed. And as you all know that's past tense. So as far as God is concerned we're already healed. And you say well that's Christian science. No the word of God says we were healed. So we were healed in Jesus. We were healed in Christ. Now, I'll admit we're in the time factor here, and, but we still look back to the cross where healing was paid for, for us. the the the, the It's wrong to struggle and try to strain and make yourself believe. We're the believe, or we don't. We're the have faith, or we don't. But the old timers taught. I was talking to Brother Heath about this. They taught you got to pray, you get prayed through. You know this 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 concept about praying once. And never pray again is not correct. Jesus prayed two or three times. You know, one time he prayed for a person. And he only got partially healed. So he prayed the second time. And he, Jesus prayed three times in the garden. There was no answer. His answer was in the word. So Jesus had showed us how to do this saying, faith. Faith in a good God that cannot fail us. When even though it seems like, I wonder what's going on here. See? But we've got to trust the Lord. Can we trust the man? No. Can we trust anything else other than God? No. He's the one that we trust. It must be so. And so we look back at what Jesus did for us at the cross. And we were healed. Now, now it's a matter of receiving what was bought and paid for. That's the deal. Then we go to another scripture tonight, please. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and verse 7. For our pure minds, First Corinthians twelve seven. I will look at this another way now, quickly. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit withal, and so. Most people look at this like, well, you know, job down to verse 9, another faith by the same spirit another, gifts of healing by the same spirit. And the way people look at it, well, this one has the gift of healing, and that one has the gift of faith, and this one has the tongues, and that one has interpretation. And God has given them all to the church. <laughs> so when people gather around to pray, when God does something, no one person can take the credit for it. So, I know this much. God has put the gift of healing Zah, in the church. And no individual has dibs on one particular thing, it's a body ministry. The reason you need the church, God has put all these things in the New Testament church. Amen. So, that truth is manifest to every person. Amen. Clear as mud, isn't it? Well, these gifts are given to profit everybody. Praise God. Now, in other words, everyone can reap the benefits of the blessings. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So God has vested these things into His church. We must believe that, Amen. In Mark chapter eleven and verse twenty-two, Hallelujah! It's almost time to believe God in prayer here tonight. Mark eleven twenty-two. It's such a short scripture, but oh, so in depth. Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. We take that so lightly, but oh, it's, it's, it's heavy. Have faith in God. Now, how many knows there's a God? How many knows He's your Father? Will He give a serpent to one of His children? No. Have faith in God. I explain that. Trust him. Trust him. What, what does it mean? It means. I know God. And therefore I can trust God. Because God is trustworthy. We trusted him with our very soul. When we became Christians right. Well didn't we? Our soul is still in his care. We're still trusting him to get us to glory. So why not trust Him a little bit more for some physical healings? What do you say? Now the last scripture tonight is Acts chapter 4, please, and verse 29. Hallelujah. Of course the church was going through some persecution and things were getting serious. And they prayed this. They said, And now, Lord, behold their threatenings, and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak the word. Faith, healing comes by the word. And then they said, This is what we want you to do. Stretch forth your hand to heal. Stretch forth your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of the Holy Child Jesus. When they had prayed, the place was shaken. Where they were assembled together, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. There it is. And they spake the word of God with boldness. Stretch forth your hand to heal. Praise God. It's the same today, and that's a really good prayer tonight. Lord, stretch forth your hand to heal. Praise God. Let's stand there. Enjoy today's message by Dr. R.L. Davis, pastor and overseer of Zion Word Ministries International. For more information regarding our ministry and mission, please visit us online at zwmi.com. Once again, that's zwmi.com. Or visit us on Facebook at Zion Word Ministries International. Stop, my Savior Spirit.